Welcome to Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. It is February 8th. Is it not? It is. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> it's Tuesday. We're, Tuesday. I, we're, when you're hearing this, you we just recorded. So it's, it's brand new. Brand new. We had new gear in place, which kind of delayed a little bit this morning of us recording. But we're delayed a couple of days recording because I don't know what it is about you come back from shows, but you always bring the wind with you. Yeah, man. Well, you know, full of hot air, apparently. <laughs> That's what it is. Likes to blow toward the ocean. Yeah. Well, you know, February is always a weird month anyway, right? Because it's the short month and... It's February. And you're barely, and you're like looking at your watch and your calendar. Like, what the fuck? Is it February already? What happened to It's already halfway over. Yeah. Oh, but not really. Not but really. kind of. <laughs> Will be shortly. Well, last week we released part one of our conversation with Eve Cohen. And uh, if you had a chance to listen to it, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Lots of good feedback on it. Eve is a wonderful conversationalist. And even though she and I get pretty nerdy at one point, it's not totally unfollowable <laughs> for those non-nerds out there. The rest of the second part of it's even more fun. And uh, she, yeah, anyway, we just hope you're enjoying that because it's it was a really fun conversation. Some tech issues because it was similar situation, which is why you're on new gear now. So you wouldn't, Running right. those problems anymore, but this was just a today was just a little speed bump and you learning and how to use it for the first time and it actually wasn't being very cooperative based on getting everything to talk to each other <laughs> handshakes. It's not so easy, no. And I guess too because we've been using the roadcaster like here. We've been doing it. I mean, every single thing you've heard has come from a roadcaster except for one. Moving on, uh, so we've already figured out what we're going to do for. Uh, oh, sorry, part two will be out on this Thursday. And we actually have already picked out our two movies to wrap out, uh, to round out the month. Uh, I was trying to figure out March still, because last March we did Dark Disney. Good thing to bring up, because at the time, um, I got I got the DVD for Something Wicked This Way Comes, because we had no way other way of watching it. And I think at one point you were watching a backwards shit version on YouTube. And then I got a copy of it for you on Vimeo. I think that's how you ended up watching it. Yes. Disney Movie Club has the official exclusive Blu-ray for Something Wicked This Way Comes, Watcher in the Woods, and Return to Oz. And so I ended up getting all three of them through the, it's it's totally like, totally like that old Columbia Tape Club kind of thing. It's, it's very similar to that. We have to buy five at regular price, but I got all three of those and one other movie for a buck. Now, if I ultimately end up paying 20 bucks times five for 10 movies, then Okay. Especially when you consider those three movies, which we all love the shit out of. And you're not going to get something wicked anywhere else on in HD because they haven't put any of those three movies on Disney Plus, I don't think. Well, did Return to Oz may have been. Maybe. I don't recall. But yeah, so so there there's that. And it's like, I, they haven't shipped yet. But it was totally random. I came across it. Somebody said, oh, it's almost as good as that HD copy of Something Wicked. I thought they were just making a joke because there wasn't one. But there, there is one. And somebody says, I guess I'm joining Disney Movie Club. And it's been out since like October. But yeah, I didn't know that. Crazy. So yeah, we'll still have to figure out March and because we don't know what we're going to do yet. But I think April. Well, you know, we'll, we'll worry about March in two weeks. <laughs> we'll worry about March in the first. So I like to look at it. Worry about it on the twenty eighth. I haven't talked to you about it yet, but what do you think about doing? Uh, it's coming up in April, so we're gonna do our listener choice for April. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Be, that'd be a good one. 
Yeah, man. Get your, get your requests in yeah. early. So if you're a Patreon follower, um, I'll put up a post later today saying, Hey, fill in the blanks here. Last time we did that, we had some good ones. I think, but I think Mario still wants us to do uh Best of the Best too. <laughs> no, I think Torque, wasn't it? <laughs> Both of them, I think. <laughs> Torque. Torque. I, I totally watched Torque. Biker Boys. I, I don't even truly, I don't think I've even seen more than the, the trailer. Oh, brother, you're fucking missing out. <laughs> Sounds like it. I almost feel like it should be a like a commentary as opposed to me just. Yeah, who knows? But we'll dig into that soon enough, I think. I am so I'm halfway through Archive 81. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's uh, only thing. It's a strange have, show, man. It takes a little bit from other things that I'm kind of fond of. It does for found media, and I don't mean like found footage. I mean like found media. Like if you listen to Video Palace podcast, it's about a guy and, and these mystery VHS tapes and where they're made and. There's secret underground collectors that look for this thing. It's the guest that has that element to it. It has that element of a couple of, like a couple of movies too. It takes, I don't know, past episode four before it feels like it actually starts telling its own thing as opposed to yeah. those first three episodes where it was too busy. I don't know, borrowing. What I'm going to say, I'm going to give my review of the entire series right now. It's a really good mixtape. That's kind of how it's, I felt. It's what it, it's what yeah. it is kind of like. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I'm not going to spoil. I'm not spoiling it for anybody. But yeah, if you like, if you know, if you like mixtapes, it's really a pretty good visual mixtape. Dead Wax is another vibe I got from it too, which which I enjoy yeah. the crap out of. It's good. I'm not in the performance. And, and I'm not the, shitting on it at all. No, I'm just and, saying the, it's, and the performances are fucking next yeah. level. They're all really good. And dude, right? And how how when was the last time you thought you needed more Martin Donovan? Right. <laughs> It's good though. I mean, I mean, I was like, I was exactly, I was happy to see him. Yeah. The accent though is it takes some getting used to. Yeah. I feel like, is that his, is that his real accent? Is it and though? He just has never, I don't know, man, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that, I'll have to go back and watch Insomnia if I can stay awake. Well, I, you know, it's funny because the friend has a podcast. It was like Mystery Frequencies. Was, like, was it called something like that? Mystery Frequencies? Yeah, I think so. It, and I don't know, maybe maybe it's too on the nose having to be a podcast guy. And I, maybe it was a quiet homage to, to Ben and Bob's video palace. I'm not sure, but <laughs> anyway, it's, it's really good. It's it, I, to think about dead wax was dead. I, dead wax. Every episode was super enjoyable. When you get to that last episode, you get kind of this hollow feeling at the end of it. You're kind of like, wait, that's it. But I guess that, that was the point is that if you're, you're always, he, the, the character's always chasing these, mystery vinyl records the, the whole point of it is the chase is did you're chasing the dragon it never ends and that's why you feel like sure empty at the end of the series that's just my take on it um you get a little bit of that here but the kid the uh the one playing the son is he's fucking yeah. great playing the archivist that you that you see the very very first thing you see in the show and being a the, the guy that's done his fair share of archival of of uh, audio tape and some videotape I really dig some of the stuff and how accurate, you know, what he does to make things work in it. It's really fun. And, and the fact that it keeps being thrown to your face by Netflix, it's worth your time. It's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of the better Netflix series. Cause I'm always, you know, we've had this conversation before, right. like, you know, I'll get two or three episodes into something and be like, this is garbage. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it anymore. But uh, yeah, Archive 81 was, uh, like I said, it's a really good mixtape of other stuff. 
So, you know, you'll either, here's the thing, I guess, you'll, if you're a fan of what they're mixing into your mixtape, you're going to dig it. If, uh, if you're not, then it's probably not for you. And, right. but you'll know that after two episodes. Yes. So it doesn't take, it doesn't take much effort to figure that out. <laughs> right. Uh, I would say, I, here's the thing. I started yellow jackets. Uh, you know, I've only gotten through the first episode, which was fucking pretty fantastic. Dude, right. I just haven't gone back to it yet. Episode two cracks that egg that makes the omelet, dude. It's fucking so good. It's so oh good. no, I, I started it. And then, uh, the, the, you know, and it's all, it's the plane crash. Uh, right. And here's the <laughs> thing. How many times have we seen plane crashes? Sure. And how well, and how unique does this feel? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's gnarly, man. And there's, um, you know, some of the aftermath, um, you know, once they're in the cockpit after the plane has actually crashed is yeah. pretty gnarly shit, yeah. but I had to stop it because I was like, Oh man, I, I, I need to, uh, you know, I put it on too late and I was like, I'm not going to, yeah. and, and I was getting too many like emails and shit. <laughs> so I was like, it's, you know, I just got to shut I got to shut everything off. Yeah. Also, it's like everybody and their mother is like trying to spoil it for me. And they're like, Oh yeah. Like, stop talking to me. It's hard to stay, stay away from people right now. Cause they want to ruin I just, it. Uh, I just stay off social media. I dumped Instagram again. Oh, did you really? <laughs> I just, well. I took it off my phone. It's still there, but I just <laughs> like, well, I'll put up my, my 22 year old, you know, headshot. And then I'm going <laughs> to, so I'm going to go ahead and bail. Ding. <laughs> lasting image. My thing is like, I'm sure I mean, like seeing that face, I understand why people wanted to punch me all the time. <laughs> That's the word. That's it. Smirky motherfucker. <laughs> you know, everybody has a, everybody has picked it's, you know, it's from the nineties, dude. Come on. Yeah. What did you say it was like 91? No, it's probably 92. 92. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because I think it's, uh, I want to say it was taken up in Echo Park. Was it taken at Echo Park or, uh, or the beach? It might've been taken down in, uh, might've been taken down in the beach down in South Bay. Well, I finished Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which was really fun. That's an easily digestible show, even though it's, uh, it totally, I thought it was, like I said previous, I thought it was like shorter 30 minute network style show, but it's actually an hour long show, but it doesn't feel like it. And props for them for getting that on the air, dude, for a show that's so heavily revolved around musical numbers. I just, that stuff usually doesn't fare well. And even with CW being a little more open to unique things, I'm still surprised that it, they did what they did, but it did, it was on for four seasons and it ran and a really weird config. It was 18 eps, the first and fourth, year and then the second third year were 13 episodes i mean the 13 episode order is normal and then of course the additional six isn't is not abnormal but it's weird to have it done like that have the usually it's to get shorter <laughs> at the end but that wasn't the case this time but right that's a fun show it's really fucking everybody on that kicks ass and you know adam schlesinger from fountains of wayne Rarely yeah though. he passed away um yes april 1st 2020 he was one of the first like um, celebrity COVID casualties. Right. Not for, not, a, not an old, not very old either. Nope. Yeah. You know, nope. Russell. Yeah. He was 52 when he passed. Yeah. It just crazy October. Yeah. That was a, that was surprising. But, um, Adam is basically the, the, um, music director on the show. You don't, you never, I think he might have a cameo here or there, but he writes most of the music with Rachel Bloom, the, the lead as well as a showrunner of the show. No, but it's good. It's such a fun show and everybody on it just kicks ass. I remember that one punk kid from Californication that was dated, the screenwriter that was dating Becca towards the end. 
Mm-hmm. He's in a playing a lawyer and everything that dude's in, he's a dick. He's in the third season of you. He's in that playing a dick, ex-husband, asshole. And right away, as soon as I see him, I'm like, fuck. And here's the thing. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend took place before the third season of you. So I'm still going, all right, he's going to be a dick since the, the I've seen the, the, the bread of the sandwich. And I'm like, well, he's actually really good. And it seems to be like a really cool dude. I'm like, oh man. See, now I have to like, you know, he's like, he's that thing where the asshole, you know, that the asshole performances are attached to a dude that's anything, but I think that's what it is. He's just really good at it. Right. It's like when you see James Spader in Wolf. Yes. <laughs> and then you see James Spader in Less Than Zero. <laughs> and then you see James Spader in anything. <laughs> yes. So speaking of wolves, back in October, uh, Studio Canal released that 4K, The Howling, um, over in over in the UK. And it's actually coming out on February 15th um, from Studio Canal domestically. So that's well, all of North America. So it includes, which is great because I'm finally, I'm so good. And it's the same, it's Chow Factory, even though it's Studio Canal's really you know, tied to it. And the 4K comes with the 4K restoration and the Blu-ray struck from that new 4K start restoration. This is the thing that um, I think Joe Dante posted about last year when they did a, a one-off screening in Los Angeles of that 4K. Right. This has was, the lost musical number in it, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the colony. They used it in Gremlins too. Yeah. I really wish they would have done a screening here. I thought for sure after that 4K screening that they were going to do that at Beyond Fest and they didn't. I can't believe they didn't do either that or American Werewolf. Just was surprising. Too easy, I guess, right? Uh, who knows? Let's know. do something that nobody wants to see instead. <laughs> right? Let's, let's put it at the arrow. I, I still need to see Titan, dude. I still haven't seen it yet. No, yeah, you should totally see it, man. It seems to be like, a wacky thing. Anyway, I don't know what you got. Uh, you know, I got a whole bunch of uh, nothing, honestly. Uh, <laughs> it's weird is I saw that finally um, they are releasing a proper Blu-ray of Extreme Prejudice, Walter Hill's 1987 what? masterpiece. Yeah, man. When did that get announced? Uh, it got announced a few days ago. Just putting it out. It is being put out by Kino, I believe. What? I'm looking at it right now. Hang I on. Of all the places. New title announcement. Dun, 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 dun. No, it's Lionsgate. It's it's part of the Vestron video series, and it's oh, coming out in April. So it's going to be super, super yep. thin. Yeah, 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 man. I, I saw it on uh, Geek Gab on Twitter. Uh, somebody had sent it over to me. Aaron Kashalas, actually, because he knows I'm a giant fan <laughs> of the movie, and I always complain that the only uh, <laughs> that I have to watch my laser disc because there isn't a proper uh, DVD or Blu-ray. But now there will be. And it's going to be loaded with good stuff in April. I hope so. I mean, really, that's kind of my big, my big thing. Uh, you know, I, other than that, I have to go and have a little oral surgery today because I broke my fucking, uh, got a broken thing in my mouth. So that happens when people <laughs> kick you in the face. <laughs> you got a broken thing in my mouth. Got a broken thing in my mouth. Is that still tied from Cincinnati or is that something different? No, this is from being kicked in the face. Like during, a, you know. An altercation? Some jujitsu. Ju- a jujitsu uh, <laughs> session gone wrong. Um, <laughs> or right, depending on what end you're on. Uh, well, depending on who gets, if you're, yes, if you're the kicker, gone right. <laughs> Although it was a totally illegal thing. I mean, and a total dick move too, but that's another story. Oh, but God, uh, yeah, man. So that'll be the rest of my day, you know, be uh, 
sitting in the oral surgeon chair, all shot up and, uh, you know, while they remove and, you know, they take out some, some broken shit. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It's been like, it's been horrible, man. Like the last fucking week and a half, like to talk. Yeah. It's just like eating ibuprofen. Like there's no tomorrow and you know, don't eat anything crunchy. Don't chew on your left side and all that nonsense. All that fun stuff. Yeah. So today the suffering takes, goes to another level. <laughs> There's, there's, just to kind of continue that it's again we talked about two movies that came out in 1981 that had their 40th anniversaries last year with American Werewolf and The Howling. I mean, they changed everything when it comes to werewolf stories, and, and again, granted, there and, and for di- similar reasons, but but still different at the same time. Also, we we're still due later this year that 4K restoration. Wolf and for that's well, yeah. We need that one too from 81, but uh, Dog Soldiers is still due. Um, they announced it this time last year that they're working on it. So that'll be yep. coming out next. So I'm guessing sometime later this year. And April 26th, the unrated version is coming out of Cursed. That's going to be coming from Via Shop Factory. Unfortunately, you know what rhymes with Cursed? Worst. It's not the Craven Cut, unfortunately which had a whole bunch of different actors playing different parts in there. And then the, that fuck face whose name you will not mention um, that used to run the studio that made the movie um, made a bunch of, uh, you know, choices for Wes. (laughs) He changed some of the, some of the cast. And uh, anyway, at least, at least this unrated one, I'm pretty sure this is like the updated, you know, cleaned up Blu-ray version, uh, HD version of, the unrated that we saw on DVD in 2006, which it makes it a much better movie. I was talking to Tom about, and he's never seen uh, the incredible shrinking woman before with Lily Tomlin and Charles Grodin. And that's actually, believe it or not, the whole entire movie is on YouTube. It's not one of those, you know, YouTube paid service. Thing. It's just there. And nobody's uh, taking it down. I'm pretty sure there's a Blu-ray, man. Oh, there movie. is. There is. I'm just saying it's there. I was pulling, I was trying to pull a clip. There's a moment in cursed late in the third act where everybody looks up high at the, and sees the werewolf in, in the soup played by Derek Mears flips off the camera. Now I, it's, I always thought that it was an homage to Rick Baker in the gorilla suit flipping off, Henry Gibson plays a lab guy that runs the, where the girl works and everything. So it's, 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 I thought it was an homage to that. Cause you know, you got a man, a suit, similar Rick Baker to the effects and cursed. I thought it was just kind of a tie to that. I always thought it was an homage to trading places. John Landis. <laughs> it could be that too, but it's Clarence Beaks, but it was, up but, it was be, but, but, but yeah. Incredible Shrieky Woman, man. It was like, what was that? 78. Uh, maybe 81. It was 80, definitely 81, well, before maybe? Trading Places, though. That I remember. I didn't even know who Eddie Murphy was yet. Oh, uh, I did pick up the uh, 1991 uh, Rush uh, with Jason Patrick, Jennifer Jason Lee, and Sam Elliott, not to be confused with Ron Howard's Rush. Um, yeah, please don't mistake, don't mistake those two at all. <laughs> don't mistake those two movies because you'll be like, what the fuck is this? They're, they're both depressing for wrong, for different reasons. <laughs> Yeah, man. Rush is a really heavy fucking yeah. movie. You know, it kind of makes me sad and like whatever happened to fucking Jason Patrick. Good God. Uh, yeah, it was directed by Lily Finn Zanuck, um, you know, 1991. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's one of those movies that uh, 
I feel people sleep on it or people don't know it. That's the other weird thing too, is I feel like it's one of those movies that just got lost. Uh, But you know, there's a nice Blu-ray. It's got, you know, minimal extras on it, but it's got decent stuff on it. But the picture, the the thing about the movie is it, it, it's grainy anyway. Um, But you know, they cleaned it up, but they didn't clean it up so much that it's distracting. I mean, Every time I watch a newer version of Jaws, I'm like, I like it less because they've taken all the green and the noise out of it. And it looks, you know, the last version looked almost like videotape. I was like, oh, what are they doing? Stop it. <laughs> Can't help themselves. Well, let's just make it even, let's just erase everything from it. The Rush Blu-ray is pretty good. Um, you know, it's, uh, it was on sale. I got it. I would have, I wouldn't have even remembered about it, but I got to, you know, once Amazon knows your algorithm, they fuck you all the time. They do. Hey, it's 14 bucks. Yeah, I'll buy it. So <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's easy to do. It's a thing I've, I, I reference it a lot for certain kinds of movies anyway. Uh, you know, when I'm putting books and stuff together. So, you know, it's, it's nice to actually have a good copy of it. I think I have the, uh, the cheap MGM Blu-ray somewhere or I did. I may have gotten rid of it when I got rid of a lot of, when I dumped a lot of stuff a right. while back, but yeah, man, the, uh, the Blu-ray is good. It's a nice, you know, nice transfer. I recommend it. If you're a fan of the genre, pick that thing up. There you go. There's a Kickstarter for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Quite so chatty. again, later today we'll have up uh, on Patreon. If you're a Patreon supporter, you'll be able to start putting down your ideas. We want, when we, when we, when you put down your ideas, put down three movies and we'll, we'll pick from those. And it's first come, first serve. How many Thursdays do we have in March? Is it just four? Or did we they sneak an extra one in there like uh, God, that's thirty-one days. Oh, so dude, you, there's, there's be, five. There's five. Third, tenth, seventeenth, twenty-fourth, and thirty-first. Sneak that last yeah. one in. I don't know. Right on right under the wire. There you go. Kickstart for you. February eighth, motherfuckers. Hopefully we'll you know, we'll be able to get things done more timely with the fucking wind dude seriously and it's so funny to, to keep saying it but the fucking wind has been a tyrant and your internet's already dicey anyway and I, I don't oh well apparently i mean i just got a new router so i mean it's actually i installed it last night and uh you know so far everything's good everything moves way faster so uh i got some upgraded equipment from the good people at t-mobile so we'll see how that goes <laughs> finally finally Cool. Well, well, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, it's at Karate Pod. Same with Instagram. You start seeing some more posts soon. I swear. I promise. I promise. I promise. Uh, if you want to follow us on Letterboxd, you can follow Corey at Corey underscore Culp. Or if you want to support the show on Patreon, thank you, Patreon supporters. It's patreon.com slash KITG podcast. And join so you can maybe have your movie chosen for April. Don't post sarcastic stuff like Torque. But I don't think that's being sarcastic. I know I'm just Mario, some- Mario's been begging for two years. I think we're, you know, we might have to do like a Hall of Fame OG choice and just pick one of those ones from those original lists like that. We'll get to it later. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to follow me, you could follow me at rock and roll 33 on Instagram, or you can follow me at Tom Cody on letterboxd, or you can follow me at surfer girl somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> you mean dead in a mall parking lot? <laughs> dead in the mall parking lot trunk. Tom Cody. <laughs> 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 <laughs>